Welcome to Globe Nation with your host, Jason Everett. It's all about the Benjamins today as we have Miss Rose Benjamin from Northwest Arkansas join us on the Globe Nation. Well, Rose, I'm just uh, excited about you joining us today here on the Globe Nation. How are you? I'm doing well. Super excited to be on today. Well, Rose, I want to tell you, as I look uh, you know, at different people in our company, you're one of those that stands out. The reason why today I wanted to invite you to be on our podcast is you just won March Madness for all of our supervising agents. And I want to brag on you for just a second. Of course, uh, you know, you, right now you are ranked in the top three of all supervising agents in the company. That's pretty, pretty amazing when you think about there's right at 300 supervising agents in the company. So, Rose, congratulations. Thank you. How did you accomplish that. winning March Madness and how are you accomplishing being in the top three? Well, you know, honestly, um, I went to the 101 um, supervising agent training in McKinney in the fall, and it really just helped click a lot of pieces together. Um, really, just the simplicity of the system, and if you follow it and you teach your team how to follow it, um, then it just starts running smoothly. And so it was really, really cool to actually win the March Madness contest because I realized that. Um, you know, we weren't really trying to win it. We were just each individually, um, myself and my team members, trying to grow our business, trying to grow ourselves, and in the process, we won, and that was really cool. So, Rose, let's back up a little bit. Tell us about your upbringing, where you grew up, and uh, and, and kind of walk us through that. Uh, well, I grew up in northwest Arkansas, um, moved there, of course, because of Walmart, like everyone else and um, just was very fortunate with the family that I grew up in, um, was raised by parents that worked hard uh, to provide for our family and also taught us um, just foundational values um, and how to follow, follow God in every step of our life and um, was raised in church and, uh, you know, graduated high school, kind of bounced around a few jobs, um, tried college, did not um, excel just because I wasn't um, in it, you know, wasn't fully committed. And so um, tried a, a few different jobs and finally found my way to Liberty National. So tell us, how did you find out about us? Uh, I went on Indeed, just looking for another another uh, career, another venture, trying something new and applied through Indeed and just, you know, came in like anyone else, got the interview, um, heard insurance and thought, I uh, know this, this might not be actually a good idea um, and talked to my dad about it and he gave me some really good uh, words of wisdom and just, you know, questions to ask and, you know, is this um, a legitimate business or is this something that I have to um, invest a lot of money and a lot of time for it to maybe or maybe not work out. Um, but, uh, you know, asked those questions, got some really great answers from um, my agency director and just decide to jump in. All right, Rose. So what, what I want to, to first talk about is I think it's so cool to hear you talk about your family. 
And one of the things that I believe that is, you know, similar between you and myself is the fact that we were raised by mom and a dad, Christian values, we, we were taught the right way. And I think, you know, sometimes uh, that helps us and other times it hurts us. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, so many people grow up seeing what bad decisions do to your life. And they know, I'm never going to do those bad decisions when I grow up. But sometimes when you're raised by good, godly people, you don't understand the effects of making bad decisions. And thankfully, uh, you know, my bad decisions have been more limited. Uh, Probably should have made more wise decisions in certain areas. But uh, it it sounds like, uh, you know, from talking to you and your husband and your brother, that your family is just rock solid. So congratulations on that. That's uh, something to, to ve- be very proud of. Well, it's, it's definitely a huge blessing because it's not something that I could have picked coming into this earth to um, be placed with uh, such a godly family, but it was definitely, it's been a blessing my entire life. Yeah, and uh, another thing in talking to, your, to you and your family is, sounds like they have tremendous work ethic, your mom and your dad, and have a visionary uh, entrepreneurial mindset and and I know that that's played a part in your life as well yeah for sure especially um, you know being able to go to my dad for guidance um, particularly in stepping into leadership in this career um, has been huge and just uh, very very beneficial um, he definitely is, as much as you know I love my dad and have a good just father-daughter relationship with him um, I love to go to him um, as more of a mentorship um, you know, questions on, you know, how do I handle this situation or, you know, what do you think I'm doing wrong in this situation? And, and that's been super, super helpful as well. So Rose, one of the first things I want to do is I want to kind of dive into about a year ago. Things are going good. Uh, you're, you're, you're growing, you're building, you're making a great income and something, something tragic happens to you. What, what happened? Yeah. Yeah, so in March of 2021, I, I the first nice Saturday we had, and I love to go hiking, um, and I really enjoy going hiking in the upper Buffalo wilderness of Arkansas, which if you've ever been into that area, you know, it's just way out, no self-service, um, not a lot of people uh, go out there, um, but, you know, more people on, on the nice Saturdays, and so uh, David and I went out to hike and we chose a new trail we hadn't been on before. Um, it's not a highly trafficked trail. Um, and when we were hiking, um, I was kind of leading the way down a pretty steep incline um, or a steep hill and, and grabbed onto a tree for support, which turned out to be rotten. Um, and so I ended up falling about 10 to 15 feet, um, had a open fracture on my ankle um, and it was really scary at first, just not knowing how we were going to get out of there. But um, God was definitely with us the entire time, um, kept me from bleeding too much, um, helped us to get out of there. And actually, uh, we got almost back to the car, and I sent David to go get some help from the nearby hike. And the person that he happened to ask for help uh, was a first responder. Um, and he was able to call an ambulance, come help get me the rest of the way out, and I was um, taken to the hospital. So super fortunate in how things played out, um, even though, you know, it started out really scary. Um, and it was a long recovery, uh, just 
you know, I had an external fixator piece of metal holding my leg together for a couple months. Um, I was just laid up at home and had to relearn how to walk. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was really crazy, but um, definitely looking back, I know that it couldn't have worked out better because uh, I know that the, the surgeon said that I had a very light chance of walking again, um, of having full usage of my ankle. Um, but fortunately, I am walking today, even have my heels back on. Um, so really just, it, it worked out um, the, the best way possible. So a, a couple things I want to just kind of hit on. First is if you would have been working for a normal company and this tragedy would have occurred, you'd have had to go on medical leave, you had to go on FMLA, which would have protected your job, but your income would have come to an end. And because right. of our ability to be able to virtually do things, you were still able to make an income even when you couldn't work. Yes. And you were able to keep yourself afloat and keep on pouring into your team. And so, you know, I think there's things like that we can't take for granted. Because for most people, this would have potentially been a bankruptcy situation because you go on FMLA, you don't make an income unless you have disability. And so you were able to continue to provide for your household during this. Now, yeah. what I think is, is neat is when you see people that see this change their life, then one of the things that you do to really know that they have belief is you start seeing them talk to other people they know about the opportunity and you have brought on your husband and I, I'm just going to tell you Rose he's one of the sweetest men I know <laughs> same here <laughs> uh, he's a he's a gem and uh, David has a very bright future ahead of him uh, so talk about David for just a second yeah well uh, <clears throat> we got married in 2019 right before I went on Indeed and found Liberty National <laughs> Um, he was working at Best Buy at the time, and um, I hated his schedule, hated how he came home late and, you know, was still asleep when I got up to leave, and I said, it's not going to work. How about you come work with me? Uh, and so he said, okay, sounds great, came on board, and, um, you know, there was definitely a time for a while there where we had to figure out how to work together and um, definitely set up some boundaries on you know, we need to work in separate areas on these days to just get ourselves into action and not, you know, slow each other down. Uh, but Let's pause right there for, for just a second, Rose. Sorry to cut you off, but I think this yeah. is so important. Uh, you know, what what I, what I find, you know, amazing when I look at couples that sometimes work together is you have one person that's making a lot of money and then they start bringing in their spouse with them, and, and let's just say that their spouse is making a mediocre income, $25,000, $30,000 a year, and they say, you know, I'm doing really good. This is making me sixty, dollars $90,000, $100,000 my first year. I want my spouse to work with me. But then what happens is they get in the car, and they don't go to twice as many places. It's easier to take off a little bit earlier. It's easier to go shopping together. And so what looks like is going to be a blessing then becomes not a blessing. And so what I think you did is you quickly defined 
that we've got to set up the ground rules. You need to go your place and build your business, and I'm going to go my place and build my business. And the one thing that we can't do is accomplish everything that we want to accomplish by doing half as much of the activity. That's exactly right. And and exactly what you were saying, it was so easy to stop uh, stop working early or get out late because, you know, it's just your best friend next to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, that was definitely important, finding what are you strong at, you need to focus on that, and I'm going to go and focus on what I'm, I'm focusing on. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. You know, the, the next thing on, on that, though, is now you've gone out and you've recruited your brother. And uh, he's 19, and I had an opportunity to meet with him this week, and he has the world in front of him. He he is well-spoken. He is well-mannered. He's got a drive. Uh, He is definitely uh, a a nice young man that's got the future in front of him. So, Rose, you see the opportunity. And so now you see you're bringing in your husband bringing in people from the church, bringing in your brother. So personal recruiting is going on because you believe in the opportunity. And Rose, I believe that this is going to turn out to be not just a life changer for you and David, but this is going to become a generational changer for you guys because this is going to be something that's going to change your kids' lives and now potentially could change your brother's lives and your nephew and niece's lives and it just continues to go on so rose uh i know that you've got a lot of things that you want to accomplish but if we were to push the fast forward button and we were to see your dream what does that look like well jason um my dream is uh definitely to just keep growing in this career um, I've had a lifelong desire to be in the tropicals, specifically in Hawaii. Um, I, I would love to bring this opportunity to Hawaii um, in more than one way, um, of course, for those people that we help them protect their family because they are working um, paycheck to paycheck or, you know, stuck in um, their, their careers that they have just to take care of their family, but also the opportunity for people that have never had an option to bring their families out of generational poverty, um, an opportunity that, you know, we've both seen change lives again and again and, and give that opportunity to anybody that just has the will to, um, to come and take it. Um, and so, yeah, at five, six years from now, um, I would love to be bringing that opportunity to um, somewhere warmer than Northwest Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think we can do it sooner than five or six years. And uh, right. I can't wait to uh, be there. You know, one of the things I'm going to make myself available for, Rose, is to be there for the opening of the office, to make sure I'm there to help mentor. I'll be there to help unpack boxes, whatever. If it's in Hawaii, I'll be there to help whenever you need me, okay? I love that. I appreciate that. <laughs> I love pineapple. You know, one of the common things I, I like to joke with people that have never been to Hawaii is I say, do you have any idea how tall the pineapple trees grow in Hawaii? And they will most of the time say, oh, I'm sure they're 12 or 15 foot tall. And I'm like, you think they're that tall? And then I show them how tall a pineapple bush is. 
and uh, they, they, they don't believe me, so I, I Google it. But the reason I can play that is when Sarah and I went to Hawaii for the first time, we went to the Dole Plantation. I'm sure you've been there, right? I have yet to go in, but I've driven past it a few times. <laughs> All right, well, you got to go because they have the best pineapple ice cream you've ever had, okay? Because it's oh, like okay. right, right, right there. And uh, so we pulled up in front of the Dole Plantation, and uh, we were on the city bus or whatever that took us down there. And I looked at her, and I said, where are the pineapple trees? I thought we were coming to the plantation where they have all this planted at. And she said, pineapples don't grow on trees. And I'm like, yeah, they do. And so I was that person. I always thought the pineapples grew on coconut trees, I guess. And uh, so that was a lesson learned. So, Rose, you're out there and you're mentoring and training people. And what I want to do now is I want to kind of dive into that. What do you see is the difference between somebody that is successful in our career and somebody that's not successful in our career? Well, um, number one thing is somebody that is following the system consistently is going to see success consistently. And somebody that is not following the system, wanting to find their own way or wanting to um, follow the system half the time, um, those are the people that aren't going to see the success that they want to see. Yeah, that's so true. You know, I have a new saying that I've been, I've been really harping on recently, and that is, we promote systems, not people. And I think most companies promote people and not systems. And you say, well, what do you mean by that? A lot of times you get promoted based upon who you know, your name, right? So, you know, there's no doubt in my mind that there are people that have positions because of who their daddy is. But that's not what we do at Liberty National. We're systems promotions. We're because of the system that you follow and the system that you can teach is going to lead you to the promotion. And so uh, that's, a, that's a big deal. So, Rose, you're closing a lot of cases. Uh, what is the tip that you would give to somebody on how to close more cases? Uh, really, just talk to more people. Um, you know, it's, it's always a That's too simple, game. Rose. Uh, Come on, that's too simple. <laughs> Well, um, I would say that that would be number one, um, talk to more people, um, but then maybe take a look at who you're talking to. You know, are you, are you consistently going back to the people that you've already had conversations with and building that relationship? Um, you know, even just recently, I had a, a company that originally I talked to her and she really did not want to talk to me. She said, we've been through this before. Um, you know, it's not going to work. And um, I just continued to stop back by, build that relationship. She let me present. She still was not a fan. Um, but, you know, just kept showing her how much I care about her company and, and her employees and, um, and how it is going to be a benefit and just continuing to build that relationship. And she actually called me up on my cell phone and said, hey, you know, we, we actually do want to do this. So when can you come back and see me? Um, so that would be a, a big key that I would say is just who are you building that relationship with? Um, how can you maybe think outside the box on some new ways to start building a relationship with somebody that maybe didn't previously want to talk to you before um, and just consistently going, excuse me, going back to them um, versus, you know, just talking to more people, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, Rose, on Monday, uh, you and I, we looked at something that I think is so important, and I want to go uh, over this uh, today, and I think it's the 
we call it the quit list. The things that people do that they have to quit. So I want you to kind of help me think through these things, okay? First, mm -hmm. you have to quit trying to please everyone. Why is that important? Well, um, if you're really focused on meeting everybody's expectations of you, then you're going to have a lot less time to focus on meeting your own expectations um, and, and meeting your own goals. Uh, because definitely there's not enough time in the day to make everybody happy. And even if you did everything 100% correct, uh, it's not going to end that way. And so your energy is a lot better spent focusing on the things that are going to actually grow you and grow your business. Yeah, you know, at night when you lay your head on the pillow, you have to ask yourself, am I happy with what I've accomplished today? You get one life. I always say it's like a coin. You get to spend it one time in one way, and it's your life. You get to make those decisions. Number two, people fear change. they got to quit fearing change. Why? Uh, well, without change, you're not going to grow. Um, the only way to grow is to change something, become a little uncomfortable. Um, you know, one thing that scares me the most in my current position is anytime I have a brand new agent sitting in my car because I'm, I'm scared that I'm going to lead them wrong, that I'm not going to do it perfectly, that they're not going to pick up on what I'm trying to show them. And I found that that's when I grow the most. That's honestly when I close the most cases is when I'm the most uncomfortable and I just have to jump in and, and go with the change. And it, and it really just produces that growth that I want to see. Being the same person I was yesterday is going to get me the same results I got yesterday. So if I wasn't happy with last year's performance or last year's income and I don't change, I'm never going to be the person I need to be. Quit fear and change. I'll tell you one of the biggest changes that people fear is changing friends. Quit hanging out with losers if you don't want to be a loser, right? You got to change. Right. Number three, quit living in the past. Why is that important? Well, you said it best. There's a reason why your rear view mirror is a lot smaller than your windshield. Um, because you got to be able to see forward to move forward. Mm. Yeah, you know, so many of us live with regret, right? I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have done this. And what it does is it burdens us down that we can never become who we need to be uh, because of that burden. You can't carry that. You can't carry the past. It's the past for a reason. Quit living in the past. Number four, overthinking. How do people overthink? Uh, definitely in this career, the number one just very easy way to overthink is trying to have every single detail of what you're supposed to be doing before you do it. Um, and the problem with that I see is just that you're not ever going to be able to take that next step if you just try to figure out every single little detail. And um, yeah, just got to jump in knowing as much as you can and learn the rest along the way. Because uh, also I've heard from every leader in this career it's that you never stop learning anyway. Mm. So just learn on the go. <laughs> you know, I, I think one of the things that people overthink about is, should I prospect this person? 
And what I always say is everybody is one of four things. They're a potential sell. They're a potential recruit. They're a nominator of a potential seller recruit. Or they're a center of influence. Quit overthinking. Go talk to everybody. Everybody has something that you can glean from them. Number five, being afraid to be different. Well, I think that being different is, is what makes you a winner <laughs> because um, it's, it's the 8% that make it. And to be in the 8%, you're obviously a lot different than the rest of the 92%. So be different, be yourself, and just go for it. You know, here's what I would say. I want to be different because the average in America is making $35,000 a year. They're tied to a credit card. They will never be able to retire comfortably. That's the biggest fear of why everybody is fearful of Social Security is going to be there when we retire because that's how people live. I don't want to live on Social Security. You know, I almost sounded like a like I was on Social Security there for just a second when I said it so good. I don't want to live on Social Security. Uh, number seven, or number six, beating yourself up. Why do you think people beat themselves up? We are our biggest critics, and it's so easy to look back at something that you said or um, an action even that maybe you didn't take and just tearing yourself down for it. Um, but it's just like living in the past. You have to just shake that off and let it go so that way you can be free to pick up the next um, assignment that you have. Mm. Sacrificing your happiness for others. You know, this is one I definitely don't have uh, a lot of experience in because I love to pamper myself and make sure <laughs> I'm taken care of. Um, but I know that it's, it's definitely um, an easy thing to do is, is focusing so much on pleasing everybody around you, just like that first one, that, that you're not able to focus on, on what you need to do to achieve your goals. Yeah, you know, one of the things I would say on this sacrificing your happiness for others is I don't want to walk in there because they seem real busy and I, I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to interrupt them. But when you realize that the products that we offer could change a family's life in their hardest times, then you realize a brief interruption isn't going to be remembered when those hard times come. Right? So right. don't don't worry about their happiness on that. Thinking you're not good enough. Golly, I see people all the time saying, well, if I could only do it as good as you. No, you don't understand. I get told no just as many times as you're going to get told no. The difference, uh, uh, as far as percentage-wise, the difference is I'm going to get told no a lot more because I'm going to go into a lot more places and get told no because this is a contact sport. But why, why do you think that's so hard for people? Uh, well, I think it, it goes back to, you know, just being your own critic and beating yourself up and comparing yourself to other people's skills and other people's experience. Um, you know, because even, you know, two years into this, I can see the growth that I've had from the beginning. And um, and it's, it's easier to look at other people and say, well, you know, they have that experience, they have that talent. And, and so, you know, if I get there, then I can have those results. Um, but that's just not the case. It's, it's more of, you know, do you have the drive that they have or, or, you know, do you have the best drive that you can have? Um, that's what's going to produce those results. 
Number nine, believing you have no purpose. And Jason, this one is sad. This one is really, really sad to me. Um, you know, we, we already discussed our, my upbringing and, and part of that was knowing that I have a purpose in life. And, and so, you know, this, I certainly can't imagine being in that situation where you, you don't feel like you have a purpose um, because I truly believe that every single person on this planet was put here for a reason. And, um, and it, it's got to be unbelievably hard to go out and, and talk to somebody about, um, you know, taking care of their family when there's, there's no purpose of walking in and talking to that person. Yeah, you know, this, this is, you know, I get told sometimes, well, I just don't know that I have the will to do this. And I, I just want to shake people and say this. God put you here for such a time as this. Wake up. Wake up. God's got you here for a reason. This is a purpose. Go out and accomplish it. So that uh, I agree with you, Rose. It is, it is sad, but people need to wake up and realize God has you here for a reason. Number 10, talking about others. Gossip never helps. Quit talking and belittling and putting down other people. Because what happens is when you put other people down, you're really devaluing yourself. Who wants to be a friend with somebody that all they do is talk about others? It's no fun. Rose, for the last two minutes, here's what I want you to do. I want you to talk to two people. First, I want you to talk to the person that's thinking about whether or not they should join us. Because I believe every week there are people that listen to us that's trying to say, you know, is this a place where I should hang my hat? Talk to them first. Uh, I would just say, you know, if you've been considering it, you know, there's obviously a reason why you've been considering it. You're not happy. You're not fulfilled. You're not growing the way that you want to see yourself grow. And this is an opportunity that if you have the will, then you can grow. Um as much and as quickly as you want and as you know that you deserve to grow. Um, so just jump in and, uh, you know, there's, there's not a whole lot that you have to lose. Number two, uh, this usually comes out Thursday afternoon or Friday morning. And my thought is always that person that has had a bad week, family-wise, business-wise, they're down on life, and they're wondering, you know, should I just quit? Should I just give up? Talk to them about why they need to go into one more place, come back one more week, push one more day a little bit harder. Yeah, well, you never know when that next door you walk in um, is going to change your life. Uh, it could be that next one. Um, and, you know, if, if you were doing something this week or last week or the last month that wasn't working, then change something, change one thing, um, make a, make a small change and just keep going, make sure that you're on systems and do it consistently. And I promise that if you are consistently on the system, you're going to see those results. Um, just give it a little more time. All right, Rose, thank you for joining us today. Any final thoughts that you'd like to say? Uh, I just want to say, I'm so grateful to be a part of, um, this team and I'm so grateful for David, um, my husband and my wonderful co-leader, I uh, really couldn't be in the situation that I'm in a place where I am today without him. Um, so I just am super grateful and blessed to be able to do this with him um, and under you, Jason. really appreciate your leadership. 
Yeah, no doubt we've got a good group of folks out there in northwest Arkansas. Shauna is leading the pack and doing a great job. And, Rose, you have uh, really building a career that you're going to be so proud of. So proud of you, Rose. Congratulations, March Madness winner. And uh, the future looks very, very bright, kind of like Hawaii. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us this week on The Globe Nation. Please be safe. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great day. Thank you. Globe Nation with host Jason Everett is a weekly podcast that focuses on motivation and skills to help you build a career in the insurance business. Turn on your notifications and join us each Friday as we dive into Globe Nation.